All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome inside the 360 Sports Show here on Easter Sunday 2020. I am Andy Pazelli, joined by Christian Lauber via phone. Uh, first, we'll just check in. Christian, uh, are you there? And uh, happy Easter. I am here. Happy Easter. Awesome. Uh, Quarantined Easter. Qu- quarantined Easter, yes. We are all still socially distant. I think it hits home a little more today than it has even the last couple of weeks because normally today would be, you know, if you're uh, if you're someone who celebrates Easter, you're going to, and even if you're not, it's kind of, it's slow, it, it's not quite a, a corporate holiday the way Christmas is, but I think still plenty of people take the opportunity to have uh, a day off and, and gather together and have uh, food and drink and spend time with family and, you know, today, uh, Unless you live with those people, you're, uh, well, I'd say you're not going to be able to get to do that. You shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> there probably will still yeah. be people ill-advised uh, getting together with families. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, we, uh, since we are law-abiding citizens, uh, cannot. Um, but, uh, you know, all the appropriate measures are being taken. And I know later on we're going to have a, uh, a Google Hangouts uh, group video call with the, with the fam. And honestly, I think it could be the wave of the future. When things start getting a little too loud or maybe you don't like what somebody's saying, you can just put them on mute. Can't do that in real life. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I like that idea, actually. So uh, we're going to get into some, uh, you know, we're not going to go too long today with the show. We have a couple of sports updates for you. Uh, and then we have our top five worst food ideas. We've been doing top fives every week. Uh, haven't had a true sports theme yet. We have left it up to random chance with our little with our little uh, wheel. And uh, this week we had top five worst food ideas. If you didn't know about that and you'd like to contribute, you can email the show, the 360sportshow at gmail.com. Or hit us up through Instagram or Twitter at 360sportshow or right there if you're listening along with us live on uh, on the comment section on the live stream. Um, so you can send us your top five worst food ideas. These are either failed food products or food products that are just so completely gross. A um, couple of sports updates for you. Uh, I know me and Christian, I think we both have a Tom Brady rant in us, uh, but I wanted to start, Christian, with uh, just some small updates on the NHL. We've been talking about how the leagues are approaching short Shortened regular seasons, moving into playoffs, are they quarantining somewhere? And the NHL this week, it's kind of going back and forth. The NBA is a little bit pessimistic, but the NHL, at least this week, has said they're open to pretty much everything, that they're in kind of a wait-and-see mode. And they've discussed, they had like they did like a, a flash poll with general managers and, and pres- team presidents, and a lot of them are in favor of you know having a couple of regular season games and then doing a best-of-five five playoff series for the opening two rounds and then you have the regular best of seven for conference final and stanley cup champion and they said they're not afraid to let the games go deep into the summer so it sounds like the nhl is just going to kind of try and hold out and have and, and finish their season which if you're a bruins fan is great news yeah 100 percent. i mean the bruins have been you know it, it you know it hits home most because it's like this team has been the best team all year, wire to wire. Right from the start, they came out of the gate on fire, winning a bunch of games. They hit a lull just for a bit, but then they came back out and they started winning more games. And they've really been a wagon all year. I mean, it's the regular season, so what does it mean? Not really much, but um, man, that would suck if it was just canceled upright. So I think any you know any way you can kind of get back to some type of of sporting here is is good and obviously fans will not be involved if they do come back here in the next like 
month. But uh, either way, you know, I think they're going to have to do some type of warm up. So maybe like six regular season games they they do down the stretch, um, and then they jump into the playoffs. But I think something that's annoying me is that teams like the Canadians and and teams that are way out of the playoff race are like. Well, we have a chance to get into the playoffs. Why don't we? That would be dumb if we just jump into the playoffs. No, not really, because you haven't been in the playoff picture. So, calm down with that. Like teams that are way out of the ball. Like if you're on the bubble, down like two, three points. I understand. But if you're a team that's like ten, eight, ten points out that has a chance, technically, get over it. It's just like it is what it is. This is the situation that you're in. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you kind of have to, everybody has to be on the same page here and understand these are extenuating circumstances. Like, you know what? Maybe you should have won more games in December. You know, it, you can't really, I, no, there's going to be the, a couple of teams that are upset. Yeah. Like, let's let's see if we can pull up the, uh, I will effort the, the NHL standings here. Um, so right now, the teams that are out, if you just jumped right into the playoffs today, out by a single point are the New York Islanders. They're one point behind Columbus. The Rangers are out by two points. The Panthers are out by three points. The Canadians are out by ten points. <laughs> so stop. <laughs> like, if they're only, they might only play right. like two or three games and then, and, and then jump in, you know, just to give teams you know, a bit of, you know, to give those teams like the Islanders and the Rangers that are right there. And, and like in the Western Conference, Vancouver is tied but out with Nashville. Minnesota is one point out and the Coyotes are four points out. So you're giving you're giving those teams that that little bit of a chance to, to, to maybe make it in the teams that are in a chance to kind of tune up. And then you go along with the playoffs. If you're come on Montreal, you're ten points out of the playoffs. But technically, they have a chance, right? So that naturally, they're going to be like, "Well, we need to play the rest of the regular season." Yeah, which is just not the maybe not you shouldn't the have gone. Maybe you shouldn't have gone four, five, and one and lost three in a row until you know leading up into you know not that anybody foresaw this break coming, but yeah. just saying. You know, by that, I mean, like, who's who's not eliminated? I mean, by that logic still, I mean, with how many games, let's see, there was 12 games left. So even, like, technically, uh, bah, 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 like, New Jersey, technically, still still in it, still alive <laughs> down there. Um, you know, te- Way down. Te- technically, Anaheim, the Ducks are still in it. You know, it's like, eh, come on, let's let's be rational here. But if that's the way, I mean, I don't know. Are those teams going to like boycott? Like, if there's some sort of vote, like, and then just ruin the whole seat? There's no way. They'll be they'll be too much. They'll get strong armed. I think that's just that's just whining, just just whining. And if that's given yeah. any, if that's given any weight or credence, then then there's no hope. You know, then there's no hope of getting if if. If the league and uh, you know, th- this is one of those times where you know you you want every team to like every team is their own thing and has a voice and no team is bigger than any other team, but 
you know, this this is a time where you know the 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 commissioners can just step in and say, nope, this is what's happening. <laughs> this is this is where you want was it Article Forty Six in. Uh, in the NFL, Goodell can just do whatever yeah. he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. That's kind of like the same. That, you know, this is the time where like that comes in handy. He can just be like, "Nope, this is what's happening." Yeah, hundred percent. I just think you know, you 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 play however many regular season games you can, maybe like four to six, four to eight, and then you just jump into the playoffs. Screw the teams that are way down there. If you're you know five points back, four points back with a game in hand or something like that. You have a shot, you know, the Rangers, Panthers, teams like that. Otherwise, eh, I, I don't really have any sympathy for you. You know, you could have won some more games earlier in the season. So Yeah, and, and on the NBA side, um, like Eastern Conference, the Wizards are four and a half games back of the eight seed. Eh, I mean, we, we th- that's kind of like set in stone. Um if, if they had a couple of games, I mean, that's like the only spot. You know, the difference between, say, like Orlando leapfrogging Brooklyn. You know, those are like a couple of small things that, that could change in the standings. In the Western Conference, Portland is three and a half games back of Memphis for the eighth spot. As as well as, see, here, here's the thing, where the NBA may want to try. You've got Portland, Sacramento, and New Orleans all 21 and a half games out of first place all three and a half games behind memphis they would love to play like mm, six games and and give zion a chance (laughs) to get into the playoffs um, oh yeah for for ratings because you get new orleans in that that eight spot uh to match up with the lakers um, that you know, you know that the NBA is salivating over that, but and and maybe that's why the NBA has kind of like there's been so much negativity is because maybe maybe they can't agree on what's best to do. Do we play regular season games? No, we want to just play playoffs. But then we want to get the you know we we kind of want these teams to be in there. How do we do it? And so it seems it seems like the NHL right now is more optimistic and the NBA is more pessimistic. Even though we've both said the NBA is probably the league where you could most easily have some sort of like you quarantine everybody and they just kind of live somewhere and you just your life is just get up and go play games yeah i mean i think realistically i don't think any sport you know whether it's nhl nba mlb i don't think you can jump right into if you're the mlb i don't think you jump right into the regular season if you were the NHL NBA, I don't think you right jump right into the playoffs. I think it's got to be you got to have some ramp up time, so that so that makes it better for the NBA and that that tight race at the uh, the end of the standings there. And then you know once you have that that kind of ramp up, and then you jump into the playoffs and you see who's in. But I think you know we are where we are, and it's just one of those things that they're going to have to figure out one way or another whether to cancel or find a way to play a few games and then jump into the playoffs. And it's going to be no fans and some type of quarantine situation, most likely. That's just where we're at. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what they decide. I know the MLB is is kind of weighing their options as well. And um, it'll be interesting to see the first shoe to drop here and, and what comes after that. Yeah. Uh, one note uh, in the NHL, uh, really, really, really sad to learn. Uh, I don't know if it was 
yesterday or late the day, uh, late Friday night, but uh, the passing of uh, Edmonton Oilers forward Colby Cave. Uh, he was uh, a Boston Bruin at one point. Uh, he was only 25. I mean, it, it says he suffered a, a brain bleed. This is not coronavirus related that, yeah. that we know of. Um, it was just something he had to have surgery to stop uh, assist in his, from putting pressure on his brain, and then he got placed into a medically induced coma and then just never could come out of it i guess um just really 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 sad i mean obviously it, it kind of gets it'll, it'll get lumped in obviously there's tons of, of there's a lot of tragic news uh ha- happening and uh you know all over the place you know with the the coronavirus but you know i don't i don't know what's worse you know if, if he had been this young and it was coronavirus or the fact that amidst everything it wasn't it was just something totally random kind of like this uh really heartbreaking and sad and you know obviously the entire nhl community uh hockey community really as a whole has uh has has reached out about this and and offered their you know thoughts and prayers and signs of peace and and everything but uh just uh Really, really, really sad uh, to hear about that. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously terrible. And, uh, you know, like you mentioned, he started out with the Bruins. He, I remember his first goal uh, he scored against the Canadians. Canadians, yep. Um, yeah, and uh, obviously he moved to Edmonton, but he's still um, – a lot of Bruins players were, were reaching out and saying, you know, we knew him from Providence and stuff like that, you know, McAvoy and, and Grizzlick and all those guys. So Pasternak too. You know, heartbreaking stuff. Yeah, Pasternak too. Yeah, heartbreaking stuff for him and his family. And um, it's kind of a – it's it's more bad news on top of more bad news. So, yeah. Um, just kind of sucks, you know. A poo sandwich. Speaking of poo sandwiches, uh, later on, uh, we're not doing a full show today. You know, just a kind of a, a quick hitter here today, uh, with it being Easter Sunday. But we're doing our top five worst food ideas, and uh, these would be food uh, products that failed, or food products that are just completely disgusting. Things you can not not concoctions. We had some people send in, uh, you know, things that they had made at home, or oh, my friend one time made this thing. We're like, that's going to be a totally separate list um these are things that are actually somebody thought these would be a good idea and they went ahead and either made them or sold them at restaurants uh or or in stores so though those we're going to be announcing those later um if you're if you're listening to us live and want to throw some some products uh in the comment section go for it or email the 360 sports show at gmail.com and if uh you didn't catch us live you can uh you know listening to the podcast we're doing top fives every single week so tune in on tuesdays for the reveal of the top five categories and then you can send in your top fives uh, throughout the week, and uh, and we'll read them uh, here on Sundays. So uh, moving on, uh, we've talked Christian about the esports thing and how a lot of these leagues are turning to esports for some entertainment. Uh, I know we both said last week we didn't watch and probably wouldn't watch, but in case you wanted to know, uh, Devin Booker is the uh, first NBA 2K Players Tournament champion. He beat his yep. teammate uh, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, I did not watch a single second, and I I said too that like oh the, the the best part maybe would be watching highlights of guys you know getting animated stuff, and I honestly I I just forgot. So and that, I don't know yeah. if, if that's just me. I don't know how many people decided to tune in to to watch. Uh, maybe you if did you watch or any any of it live? Any highlights? Uh, and if not, uh, I guess maybe we represent maybe maybe is two a big enough sample size of a majority? 
Yeah, I don't know. I I uh, I did not watch. I read. I read that Devin Booker won. I did not watch pretty much any of it. I don't know. I like we we talked about this a bit last week, and I'm just like, like I'm definitely indulged in esports, but on a different side. Like I'll I'm more on the the actual video game side in terms of like Call of Duty, you know, things like that. Instead of sports games, for whatever reason, you know, I like you know the actual sport, and it didn't it didn't you know. I was hoping maybe it would do a little of that, like, well, I can't wait to get sports back. This is great. But it really didn't do much for me. And so I didn't I didn't really pay any attention to it. I'm more into Madden than I am to 2K. I don't know. Yeah. Would you rather I, – I think I would rather watch – because if I watch NBA players playing NBA, it's just reminding me more of what I'm missing. I'd be more entertained by watching, like, NBA players play Call of Duty and see them I mean, yeah, exactly. and see them get just as frustrated as the rest of us. You know, let, let them play games – you know, or NHL players play NBA, NBA players play NHL. You know, something something like that. I think that would be yeah. – that, that would be a little more entertaining. Um because um, obviously you couldn't have NBA players play hockey in real life. Um, you know, I've, it's really funny. I saw there was a video the Arizona Coyotes. This is years ago. Had Larry Fitzgerald out to learn how to skate, and it was great watching a guy who is obviously an elite level athlete completely struggle on on skates. Yeah. Um, but then, like after an hour, he like picked it up and he was actually buzzing around pretty good. And you know that's. It was kind of cool to see. Uh, now, obviously, he wouldn't be able to, you know, I don't know how long he would last in, say, a real game. Uh, but um, that sort of stuff is always, the cross-sport stuff is cool. So maybe, maybe I know they're all ta- they're talking about doing more of these tournaments and, and you know, changing them up. So at, at least, at least I guess they're doing something. Um, I will say, though, one really cool thing, I don't know if you noticed this, Christian, eSport News. Uh, this week, so NASCAR was doing virtual races, and <laughs> this guy, uh, Bubba Wallace, rage quit in the middle of the race, yeah. and subsequently was fired by his sponsor. So I'm just gonna read. I'm just gonna read from from this 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 uh, art, this esports article uh, titled "NASCAR Driver Rage Quits Esports Race." With real-life events canceled, drivers have taken their talents to esports, and unsurprisingly, the usual conflicts have followed. On Sunday, this is last Sunday, during the Food City Showdown from Bristol Motor Speedway in a race that was airing on Fox, Bubba Wallace and Clint Bowyer got together on lap 11, spinning Bowyer out, putting Wallace's car in the wall. Wallace was so frustrated that he quit the race on the spot, not an entirely unusual response, even in real-life racing, and later tweeted, I ruined so many people's days by quitting a video game? Ha 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 ha. A video video game. Damn quarantine life is rough. Still, even though it was just a game, Wallace's real-life sponsor was not amused at the withdrawal, saying he was fired and tweeting, "We're not interested in dri- we're interested in drivers, not quitters." <laughs> that <Awesome>. is <laughs> tough and awesome. Uh, just, I mean, we all know the feeling. You're playing. You're playing. It doesn't matter what video game you're playing. Either the computer cheats and does something or you know it does something crazy and stupid or somebody you're playing against does something ridiculous and you're just totally finally fed up and you just quit 
uh, or or you do something and and it's you're and it's it's great to see somebody else rage quit. It gives you a little little, little warm feeling inside, like ah, oh, got him. <laughs> um, but to have a NASCAR driver in a virtual race where there's money on the line, not they. I don't think these uh, most of these esports things guys like Devin Booker got a hundred thousand dollars towards a charity uh, and uh, coronavirus efforts. You know, with with this too, I'm I'm sure the payout was towards uh, a charity. It doesn't it doesn't say in the article, but there's there's money on the line and quits in the middle of a video game and he gets fired. I just think that's spectacular. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. The guy, uh, I think it was, yeah, Boyer, he drove lost into the wall and he just lost it. Yeah. He didn't like, he didn't absolutely go up, but he's like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm over it. Little did he know he's going to lose his sponsor over it. Um, but yeah, kind of, kind of one of those, uh, just in quarantine things, uh, like this is what we have now. We have, uh, real racers, Rage quitting video games and getting fired. This is what we've. Uh, this is what this has resulted in. The new normal. The new normal. I mean, hey, I've had to resort to doing play-by-play of like the birds fighting outside my window. I mean, I got, I got nothing, nothing left. Though a friend did send me some videos of her dogs like playing around in the yard and her, her cat like fighting her dog and so i'm thinking about doing some boxing commentary like yeah i've seen a lot of these like you know play by play around the house or play by play with your kids and stuff i i might effort some uh some some content here and, and dub over some play by play of some some dogs uh i'm not not dog fighting like actual dog fighting if that's what people think i'm saying i mean playful dogs fighting over like a chew toy this is not some Michael Vick stuff, okay? Um, we're not we're not doing that. But uh, yeah, trying to stay sane without actual sport. Have you tuned in? Everywhere is doing replays. It is replay season galore. So like yeah. the other day, they had the 2004 Masters on on ESPN. So I mean, all all these places are struggling because they can't even create original non non game content because productions of everything is shut down so they're just re-airing old stuff have you tuned into any any uh reruns replays of of anything uh and uh do you find it enjoyable to re-watch entirely not highlights but to re-watch an entire game so the game has got to be really good but i have watched uh the celtics they had the, the 08 finals uh going the other day they they're also doing uh, a thing with the Bruins right now where they're doing the Stanley Cup run. I I'm not sure if it was a game a night, but I was catching uh, a few of those games and stuff. And you know, I I will if there's anything that I'll catch, it's most likely going to be Stanley Cup hockey, uh, hockey, just because there's nothing like it. And I really like the playoffs would have already started, and I I, I am ready for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And I, I don't have that at the moment. So um, the Bruins Cup run was awesome, and I st- I will still watch that any 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 day of the week. Yeah, I so I caught 
on the radio yesterday, the Sports Hub was re-airing uh, in Boston Game 7 of the 2011 Stanley Cup Final, which was amazing because I've, yeah. I've obviously I've rewatched that entire game before. I've watched the highlights multiple Anytime I'm having a bad day, I go and watch that game. I watch, I watch the highlights of that game. It's just spectacular. Uh, most of the games from that series were amazing that the Bruins won. I mean, watching like Marshawn just punching Daniel Sedin in the face over and over again like a, a rag doll is is just gold. My my favorite series of events in that whole series was, uh, uh anyway they go they, they went behind the net, um, and a Canuck is behind there. I can't believe Alexander Burroughs goes behind the net, and he took a whack at Thomas after the whistle, and Lucic comes by with his gloves on and just he hits him once and he kind of falls to his knees and then he punches him right in the side of the head. And then they get up and start tussling, and he starts sticking his finger <laughs> oh, in yeah, his yep. face because he had bit Bergeron yeah, the night Bergeron. before. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah. That it, awesome. th- that playoff run was was fantastic. Uh, it took years off my life because of all the overtimes and Game 7s, but uh, obviously in the end it proved, proved to be worth it. The other, on the flip side of that, I, I did watch the. They had it on TV last week, uh, last Sunday actually, last Sunday afternoon. ABC aired Game Seven of the 2010 NBA Finals. Probably in my top five, may, it, it, my top three of yeah. most heartbreaking sports losses to endure. Just. Uh, I wanted of like championships when you like when you think about like how badly did you want it like you wanted it so bad like you wanted Brady to get that fourth like getting five and six is like gravy I'm because it took ten years to get that fourth ring you wanted it so bad for the Bruins to finally win another one when the Celtics won in 08 you wanted it so bad and getting that second one in the NBA like getting that second championship it, like it it almost it re it. It validates the first one. It, it sounds weird. Like obviously, the first one is already validated, but it it adds weight to it. You know, greater than the sum of its parts. Um, and so that, and plus, not knowing the future of that team, yeah. like there was there was speculation that Doc might leave after that year. The you know you know Ray Allen might retire. Garnett could retire. Like all, that whole team, like you didn't know, it was a very veteran group. Like it was you know is that the last iteration of the team? And it proved to be the last time they ever made it to the finals. Obviously, two years later they came close again, Game Seven against the Heat, another heartbreaking loss. But as far as that big three, now. Like I said, I only watched the first half because the second half, nothing pretty much good happened for the Celtics in the second half of that game. But the first half was entertaining. And those rosters, I was blown away. Those rosters, that's the cool thing about watching older games. That game from two or three years ago, eh. Like, over like ten years ago, those you kind of forget things. Those rosters were stacked on both sides. Like the bench units for both of those teams were so good, and that Celtics team was just unreal. I mean, you had Rondo hitting his prime. Like Rondo was like a, a fringe MVP candidate. I mean, this is a time where he's averaging a, a triple double in the playoffs. Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett. Obviously, you know what they bring. Ray Allen didn't show up in Game Seven, which was unfortunate. At least offensively, uh, and and you've got 
uh, Rashid Wallace. Now Perk was hurt, but if you had Perk in that starting lineup, your bench unit for that that 2010 Celtics team was Nate Robinson, Tony Allen, Big Baby, Rashid Wallace, and then on top of those guys, I mean, you had all these little other ancillary uh, guys. I mean, you had like guys like Michael Finley, who was like a veteran sharpshooter, just kind of hanging around. I mean, you had you had all these these weapons. On, on both of those teams. Uh, oh, Brian Scalabrini, <laughs> who did see minutes in Game 7. Yeah, the Mamba. The White Mamba. Um, so I, I was entertained to like kind of like go back, like take myself back into that that team, which is probably one of my favorite Celtics teams. Uh, obviously, I wasn't going to subject myself to watching the second half of that game. And I, I got mad. There was points where it's like I watched like a bad pass or like a careless possession. And it's just like, guys, like, duh, this is where you screwed it up. Like, you needed these points. Um, and, I, yeah, I wasn't going to subject myself to the second half. But I have indulged in some some of the replays. But uh, I, I think I, unless, unless, like you said, it's such a big game. I, I'm not going to rewatch. Who want like who wants to rewatch the Masters? I, like you don't. I'd want to watch highlights. Yeah. Like hey, like here's the best shots. Condense the 2004 Masters down to a half hour. Enjoy. Like who wants to watch like you know a, a guy just make par? Who <laughs> I know they're trying to fill time. Maybe that's it. Like hey, we can block out seven hours with the Masters um, and sell advertisements. So. I don't know, but it's got to it's got to jump off the screen for me. Like Bruins Maple Leafs game seven of thirteen. Like that game was unbelievable. They're down four one. They come back and win. Um, but even that, you only want to watch really, the third period. The third period's where it's at. You know. Yeah, third period and yeah, third period and overtime. Yeah, but uh, but it's got to be something like that. You know, I don't know. I haven't really. I haven't really watched much like non-local team stuff um, in terms of replays, but I would say you know some of the, some of the Cup Finals, even like a March Madness like final, um, I would watch. But uh, for the for the most part, it's got to be probably local for right now. Yeah, it start it started hitting home for me last week about missing sports because I was watching some highlights just on YouTube of past like best March Madness performances or best buzzer beaters and hearing the 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 sports theme. The, I, I said this last week too. Uh, you know, I'm blurring together all the weeks. That's starting to happen now. But just hearing hearing those themes, like the go to you know the, the, the going to commercial music, like the NFL Sunday night music and the March Madness, you know the NCAA basketball theme music. Like ah, oh, just <sighs> we'll, we'll get through it. We're gonna we're gonna get through it. Sports are going to come back. You know it because there's too much money in it. Um, so it'll it'll be back eventually. We'll have real games to to talk about. Um, before we get into our top five worst food ideas, uh, I think both of us kind of want to vent about Tom Brady, and I'm kind of getting a little bit annoyed. I think, and I think it's one of those things where. You know, obviously, like Brady and Belichick and Kraft have kind of made their peace. Kraft's probably going to be more upset about it for longer than than anybody else. But it, it's over. It's happened. Everybody kind of it was kind of very amicable. Like I'm ready. To, I want to go. It's been 20 years. I this. I kind of want this. I'm ready to leave. You know, honestly, maybe it's the best thing for the team. You know, for, if you're Belichick, 
all that's happened. The fans, for the most part, there are a couple of dumb dumbs burning Brady jerseys, and that's going to happen all the time. People just trying to get clicks. But for the most part, he said thank you, goodbye. We said thank you, goodbye. He said thank you, goodbye again, and we said yes, thank you, goodbye. And Brady's still saying thank you, goodbye. <laughs> like he's still thank. Like I, I read yeah. a really good article. It was like Tom Brady has joined the Buccaneers. It's like time that he like finally do that like we've all kind of said our goodbyes and reflected and thanked you and, and and written nice things and said nice things and like every couple days brady's like doing it again he's like releasing a different like thank you pats nation like video game like it's like dude we've, we've moved on like it's time for you to move on we honestly we want you to go away now <laughs> like we're so, that's how quickly boston turns on you like and, and i can't believe i'm like i'm getting really I'm getting annoyed. I'm getting annoyed at him releasing more like thank you videos or posts. It's like, dude, you left. You said goodbye. We we thanked you. Now go ahead, go move on, do the next thing. And yeah. I, I was just I was just getting really annoyed. His like first he had his Players Tribune article that he that he put out, which was sponsored by Under Armour. I'll get into that in, in a second. Like, you, really, your release, your your article has to be sponsored by somebody. He's honestly, I know it's not the same because Brady is still playing. But I've said for it's almost he's getting dangerously close, dangerously close. He's played, he's been around long enough to we're starting to see him turn into Peyton Manning. I hated Peyton because of like how much he marketed him himself. And, and that it was all about him for for years. And Brady was always about his teammates. He'd always do commercials with, like, his offensive linemen or other teammates. And it really started, like, the last five, six years when all this kind of started, like, coming around where it's really just been about TB12 and him. And obviously all these guys are entitled to their own brand. But now it's – I think now that he's out from under the Patriot, like, uh, shroud – it's gonna get worse. I think he's he's just gonna turn into he's gonna turn into Peyton Manning, and it's really sad to see. And I'm getting annoyed with with I I see his posts about his like TB12 products like oh like get, you know stay keep your boost your immune system with these TB12 pills. It's just like oh man the the snake oil salesman. It's just it's just getting bad. Uh, concussion water, all that sort of stuff. It's just I think it's just gonna get worse and worse and worse and worse. And the fact that he's still. Like I said, posting goodbye, happy goodbye messages, doing interviews, talking about it. I mean, I guess everybody's everybody's trying to fill time. You know, I, I was entertained by his Howard Stern interview, but I honestly, it's like I, I just want him to just move on, go on. There should be no more. There's no one else that's important enough to talk to. No more formats. No more platforms. If he keeps talking about his decision to leave anymore, I'm I'm gonna lose it because it's just like, dude, it's over. Like enough, go. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure you have something um, to say on this as well. Yeah, it's it's kind of in line with that. Uh, more so. So let me preface this by saying, I love Tom Brady, the football player, and I'm not turning on him. I'm not doing any of that. I'll still root for him and everything. But uh, Tom uh, Tom Brady, the TB12 side of things, I've said this before. This stuff is is just it is so it's it's like insufferable at this point like i just i'm not one of these people that's like oh tom brady put his name on something let me go buy it like you know okay tb12 hat that's cool but like 
the electrolytes and the, you drink water to avoid sunburn, which is just yes. And like you mentioned, the concussion water and he's back at it again with trademarking a couple of things this week. Uh, Tampa, uh, Tampa Bay and Tampa Brady, which is just like, it's just more and more the TB12 side of things is just, uh, we make fun of LeBron when he wants to like trademark taco Tuesday and we totally shred him about it. This should be no different. This should be no different. No, it's just, it's like to this point, I just, at this point, it's just insufferable. And now that he's not on the Patriots, I can kind of dump on the TB12 thing because I just, I just, I, I, I can't get behind it. I can't, it's not something that I've bought into and I see as like, oh, this great thing. Like, you know, you've kept yourself in great shape and you're playing at 43. That doesn't mean your, your electrolytes and all your BS is going to work for everybody else. It's just not how it works. And I just like, his branding stuff just pisses me off. I just the the player I separate the player from the TB12 side because I just have to. Yeah. Because otherwise, I just he, he's he's just kind of a strange guy, and he's you know obviously he's in business with Alex Guerrero, who's a sketchy individual as is. And it's really just it's all about Tom now. So uh, we'll see what happens in Tampa. I don't know. I, I think on the field he'll be fine. Off the field, it's just more of the same. TB12 centers, this, that, and the other thing about Tom, 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 TB12, TB12, TB12. That's all about. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But it's just, a, it's been an annoying week from him. Yeah. If, if he posts one more thank you, though, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get so annoyed. Because it's like at that point, you're either just pandering, or you maybe, on, or, or, or are you regretting? It's like, you know, I'm gonna go. Okay, you know, I'm really going this time. No, I, I I'm, I'm actually, I'm going. Like <laughs> one of those sorts of. Um, it's like go leave leave us already um one thing that came out the deal get out yeah one thing that came out of the the howard stern interview though was he talked about giselle and this is kind of like a side this could be a whole you could do a whole show on like the these athletes and 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 the people who who make that kind of money live just totally different lives you know the things it and, and it's not like that and it's not necessarily better you know obviously they have means but the things that they have to deal with in their lives are different you know me and you you know the the, the problems that somebody who makes 50 million dollars a year we don't share the same problems with them you know we have to those people have to wonder every single person around them you know why is this guy my friend? Is he is he my friend because I make fifty million dollars, or does he like being around me? Is every single person going to be trying to come after me and, and mooch a little bit of money? You know, you have there's so many other little scenarios. You know, you can't really understand your personal relationships if because of the money. You know, with, with some of these guys, you know, you just don't know. Um, and, and also trying to maintain, you know, you see it all the time, like in Hollywood, like the way relationships go with actors and actresses and you know the standards and everything everything's just different these people live in a different different realm different life so when i read this sentence i, I have so it's just it just it just strikes me brady talked about how giselle left him a note about how she was unsatisfied with their marriage this was two years ago or a couple years ago so this is this is directly from brady 
A couple of years ago, she didn't feel like I was doing my part for the family, Brady said. She felt like I would play football all season, and she would take care of the house. And then all of a sudden, when the season ended, I'd be like, great, let me get into all of my other business activities. Let me get into my football training. And then... She says, she's sitting there going, well, when are you going to do things for the house? When are you going to take the kids to school and do that? And that was a big part of our marriage. I had to, like, check myself because she's like, I have goals and dreams, too. Totally understandable. I, I understand where Giselle's coming from with that. On the other hand, really, what is Giselle doing around the house? Am I, I'd be, it would be a breath of fresh air if Giselle is scrubbing toilets and... And and picking up messes and doing dishes and gardening and intending to the, the house. Or if Tom was coming home and mowing the lawn and changing light bulbs and, and building a deck in the backyard or putting in, you know, a drywall, things like that. Something tells me neither of them is doing those things, right? So it just, it just kind of struck me as like what... These like what is it that Giselle wants Tom to do? Like, are you telling me they don't have nannies? I mean, it'd be great. I'd love it if if they both are just trying to be as normal as they can at home. But I mean, we saw the TV twelve documentary. We saw the nannies there. We never saw either yeah. of them have to lift a finger. And these people don't have to lift fingers. <laughs> like that's what's that's what's unreal. I understand the side of it is like, hey, like at some point you need to spend time with us. That's that's valid, but like do things around the house like <laughs> that's a joke. You know what? Come on. The other part of it is the the other part of it is is in terms of like at professional athletes that have time uh, away from the game. Arguably, football is the easiest schedule out of all of them. You're not on the road for you know twelve days as you were in baseball. You're not out all the time doing stuff like this to me is just you know it's not you wake up on saturday and and, you know the next day you're 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 playing but you have practice but you can go home and stuff like that and also there's no way they're doing anything in terms of uh clean the kitchen do this do that no they make they both are, are millionaires and obviously you know brady's a unique situation he's played longer than other athletes but Giselle, you married a football player. Like what? Like I don't know. That just seems like it just seems like a cop out. Like oh, you need to spend more time with us, even though you have an off season. It's the you probably the the less rigorous schedule of all. You know, on the field, of course, you have the most risk because of the the way the sport is. But it's like you have all this time uh, away from the game just as much, and you married a football player. He's a professional athlete. What do you think he's going to do? He's going to uh, say, uh, "You know, I have to, I have to leave today, Bill, because uh, um, I got to go mow the lawn." Giselle wants me to go mow the lawn. Yeah, that's I, just I, not how it works, you know. Yeah, I mean, what what is it that she? I just want to know what is it that Tom has to do around the house. <laughs> I thought there was a point where you made enough money where you didn't have to do things around the house. I guess I guess I'm striving to make money for no reason because I'm just still always going to have to do things around the house, even if I if I make millions and millions of dollars uh, a year. Though I mean, maybe maybe it's like you need to rearrange our like our crystals. Like you haven't put like the amethyst in line with the uh, with the retrograde of Mercury in two months, Tom. Like <laughs> something like that. Like uh, some sort of weird holistic housekeeping. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. What chores do the Illuminati have to do? I really I really don't know. So that not that, many. That, not many, I imagine. So that's uh that's our little uh our little Tom Brady rant. I'm sure we'll be having more of those down the line. But uh now we're gonna get into uh the last bit of the program. Uh each week we're doing top fives. Uh just a little way to to add some 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 fun, some entertainment, uh, uh content, to be honest, uh into the show without much sports you know, nothing live, no live games happening. And, uh, you know, we pick a topic each week uh, randomly. Uh, we spin the wheel and get a different topic. And if you have ideas for top fives uh, you'd like to send our way, you can email those as well to the 360sportshow at gmail.com. Uh, we have a pretty healthy list that we're working our way through, but we're always open to more ideas. And uh, this week's top five was worst food ideas. These were foods that either were failed food products or foods that were just so utterly just gross and disgusting and uh they probably failed anyway some of them still exist um so what we'll do is if you're listening if you're watching live we will put these up on the screen and the any graphics we use during the show if you don't listen live if you don't watch live on on facebook live that's where we've been live every sunday at 11 a.m we go live on facebook and then we put the show out later as a podcast but any graphics that we use we do put up on instagram and facebook and through twitter and so make sure you give us a follow on those platforms at 360 sports show and if you want to hear this later as a podcast or if you're listening and want to subscribe please do so through any of your favorite podcasting apps or on on SoundCloud directly where we host. Uh, just search for the 360 Sports Show. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, and uh, you can get all this always coming your way. So on the screen now are our top five worst food ideas. And before we get into those, I'm just going to read off some of the ones that we got. Uh, Amanda wrote in with no frosting Pop-Tarts and dried seaweed. Colin, frequent contributor of the show, sends in his top five. Uh, from He orders them five to one. McDonald's Pizza, Halloween Whopper, Kraft Vegemite, Colgate Beef Lasagna. Aha, that's on the screen already. To- uh, Taco Bell Seafood Salad. Um, Mary writes in with peanut butter and jelly on hamburgers, wasabi Oreos, Orange juice and cereal, Halloween Whopper, black bun, and ketchup on rice. Um, yeah, it's just ugh. ketchup. I uh, ketchup. I will only have ketchup with eggs or potatoes. Nothing else. Ketchup on anything else is just absolutely repulsive to me. I don't know about you, Christian. No, I can't do it on a hot dog. It's one of those oh. things. I think. When I was a kid in elementary school, you know, you'd stand in the lunch line and you'd get those two, you know, microwave buns and the steam hot dogs and like a little thing of fries and kid, you know, kids put their own condiments on. And it's just, I'd see kid after kid after kid when I was like five to eight years old, just like burying the hot dog in ketchup and then covering themselves in the ketchup and trying to eat it. And it just, nope. Nope. Just that sight, that smell. I don't know. It's just like, it's just one of those things that just repulsed me and it's just stuck with me. So, <laughs> you know, nope. Ketchup, eggs, which grossed out some people when I was in college. They're like, you put ketchup on eggs? I was like, yeah, I've, my whole family does it. I've, do you put ketchup on eggs, Christian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Big, uh, big ketchup guy, you know? I'll put it on uh, hot dog, hamburger. Uh, eggs, 
Um, Sa- egg sandwich, you know, you name it. Salad? Do you put ketchup on salad? Uh, if it's a hamburger salad, yes. <laughs> uh, so those 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 are other people's top fives, and uh, and we'll get into ours right now. So, Christian, uh, are you are you looking at the uh, do you do you have this graphic at the ready? Can you see uh, what we're looking at, or do you want me to to just run through it for you? Uh, I cannot see it at the moment. Okay, well here's what here's what I can do for you. I will send this to Christian so that he can uh, definitely play along with us here at the 360 Sports Show. So, but either way. See it or not, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Do you want to see it? <laughs> you don't want to see it. <laughs> uh, so I'm I'm dropping that to you right now through the uh, through the hangout. Uh, me and Christian are, are are connecting right now through through Google Hangouts. This is just like the new the new wave here. Everybody's had to find ways to connect through uh, through Facebook, Google, Zoom, everything. I know later on we're having we're using a the Facebook hangout to. To have the big fan, that was that was my like the odyssey this week was without physically being there, talking aunts and uncles through how to download Google Hangouts or to set up Gmail and get on a computer and accept my invitation. Oh, it was it was difficult at times. But anyway, so uh, Christian, I'll let you start and you go ahead and run through your top five worst food ideas uh, there along the bottom. So I've heard it. So I have McRib as one of them. I heard people actually like this thing. I think it's gross. Uh, but moving on, uh, Easy Squirt Ketchup, the colored ke- uh, the colored ketchup. Now, if you don't like ketchup, you're not going to like colored ketchup. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> it is not good. It, it does not look appetizing at all. It looks like just it's just not good. I would just not do it, you know. Uh, fizzy Yogurt disgusting uh i think you know you ever you ever as a kid you're like done eating something and you start like mixing like soda in your ketchup or soda soda in your sauce oh yeah i'd mix your yogurt i'd mix stuff all together when i was a kid me and my sister had a word for it we called it padika we would just take the salad bowl and just start throwing all the food in there and swish it around into a big giant gelatinous mass which actually you have one of those there at the end so keep on going Yeah, and you know what comes out of that is uh, um, your parents telling you not to play with your food. Yeah, it's basically like fizzy yogurt. Don't don't do that. It's gross. A McDonald's lobster sandwich. Not doing it for me. You know, it's like eight dollars for lobster, and uh, it's also probably not lobster. So <laughs> uh, I would say spend the eighteen dollars and go get yourself a nice lobster roll. Yeah. Uh, Shop local. And celery, uh, exactly, yeah. Uh, and the jello, uh, celery flavored jello. Ugh. Just jello is good if you're like thinking strawberry, raspberry. Anytime you put like, don't mix salad with like a dessert type of thing, it's just not going to work out. It's disgusting. Um, and I just, you know, you see the, the graphic of it, it's just. It's just ugh. Yeah. Gross. No, nope. Mm, nope. No, thank you. And yeah, like quick note on the I've never had the McRib and I've never had the lobster salad uh, sandwich from McDonald's. Because these are things you don't get from McDonald's. McDonald's was not designed for lobster. Exactly. McDonald's was designed for greasy burgers, crispy chicken sandwiches, fries, and soda. Done. 
That's it. The occasional shamrock shake if you want to consume like 2,000 calories, you know, all, 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 all at once. Um, but other than that, no. <laughs> just all these other ideas, it's just all these companies are trying yeah. to find an edge and find a way and do something different and get people excited. And it's kind of like apps, like not appetizers, but the way people like – let me like design an app and it'll get big for like Flappy Bird. It'll like be popular for like one month and then I'll sell it and make like ten million dollars and then I have to do everything in my life. Yeah. It's like they're just hoping for that flash in a pan, like, dude, the McRib, like gotta go out and try the McRib. And everybody goes out and tries the McRib, throws up, and then never eats it again. But guess what? McDonald's just made ten million dollars because everybody in the world went out and got a McRib. You know? It's it's that type of thing. Yes, and sir. Speaking just to a lobster roll, oh, like Really? You don't tr- you're going to trust McDonald's sea- fast food seafood in general? I'm very leery of. I'll admit it's cuz I'm spoiled. I live in a fishing town. We live in Rhode Island. And I live in a fishing town where I can drive three miles right to the docks and get lobster right off a boat. I'm I'm very lucky. I'm very spoiled because of that. But I also just think it's logical. I was on a trip uh, with a buddy of mine back in 2013, which I can't believe is seven years ago now. And we were in New Mexico. We were we were traveling from Arizona to to used uh, Austin, Texas. And we were in the middle of the desert, and we stopped at a gas station rest stop, and I grabbed, like, a bag of trail mix, something that is perfectly acceptable to get at a gas station because it's sealed and it's not produced at the gas station. I got that for a snack. My friend got gas station fish tacos. Needless to say... We stopped at the next rest stop immediately <laughs> because yeah. gas station fish tacos is like your parents. It's like one of the first thing your parents probably tell you when you start driving. Never eat the gas station food. Um, it's just, and I was like, dude, one, it's a gas station. Two, we're in New Mexico. We are hundreds of miles from the nearest body of water. Where do you think that fish came from? If it's even fish, like. The sewage plant. Yeah, the three-eyed fish down there in the nuclear uh, pond. So, just, <laughs> just, ugh. gas station seafood, fast food seafood. I just can't do it. Um, my top five. So the first thing there, uh, that is the Buffalo Crunch Donut from Tim Hortons. Two things that I don't ever want to mix: buffalo and donuts. So what is that? So what it is? What 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 is actually in it? What is actually in it? It is just a a regular uh, frosted donut, and on top is like buffalo crumbs. Like you know when you get like a breaded like chicken tender, it's like buffalo crumbs like that, and then buffalo sauce on top and in the in the middle. So like this, I actually might try. Oh, be nice if they put like, you like want blue cheese like, on the inside and everything anyway. You want blue cheese on the inside? No, I'd, nice a nice piece of chicken would go right in the middle of that though. Maybe perfect, but it doesn't. So it's not. So <laughs> there's no chicken offered with it. This is not. I would try it. You would. Uh, I just. I. I I would. I just eat hot sauce with everything anyway, so I might as well try it. I guess, but I just think that's like 
you're just asking for uh, pain. You're asking for pain, Christian, and you know where that pain's going to be. You know what? I search for pain anyway, so whatever. <laughs> um, the next one isn't necessarily gross. It's just a food product that completely flopped just because it's a dumb idea, was Crystal Pepsi. I don't know if you remember Crystal Pepsi. I mean, we were, we were kids still. But, also known as Sprite. Um, well, that's <laughs> exactly. Um, like, Gatorade did this a couple of years ago, too. They had, like, uh, Gatorade yeah. Frost. And it was, like, it was just water. <laughs> it's just cold water with, like, a little bit of carbonation. It's like, this is the dumbest idea ever. And, it, yeah, it completely flopped. Yep. Um, the next one, uh, a failed food product, and it's also just gross. Colgate, for a period of time, did uh, prepared meals. So you could – Colgate, the same people that make toothpaste, uh, had prepared meals. I don't know what the rationale was. Like, was there were they trying to market, like, could you buy, like – like a three pack of like Colgate beef lasagna and there was like a thing of toothpaste packaged with it at the top and it's like eat the food and then brush your teeth like I don't know what no, it was uh, you can you can see the the toothpaste in the beef lasagna so what they wanted <laughs> to do was say as you're eating you can brush your teeth <laughs> oh, god that's gross <laughs> yeah yeah that's not ricotta cheese that's uh, that's colgate <laughs> um paired with a nice glass of listerine um just yeah bleh. and my last two are kind of more abstract they're they're ideas and so like this is a canned hamburger, and in, I, I did some research about, like, you know, because there was some that just jumped to mind as far as I knew of failed food products or bad you know, foods that were just gross. But I was doing research on, like, what what are some of the things that exist out there that maybe I don't know about? Because um, I don't claim to know everything, just most things. So I got into the research. You could do a whole sidebar on canned foods. The things that people or companies can or that people would actually eat out of a can are absolutely disgusting. And I might link this article in a post somewhere uh, on our Facebook page and, and throughout our social media. Um, if you're listening for the first time, find us. Just search for the 360 Sports Show for on podcast app to subscribe to our podcast and on all your uh, all your social media platforms to, to stay tuned with our, our graphics and our, our little random postings throughout the week. But this is by Ranker, and these are these are canned food items, right? So a canned cheeseburger that it looks disgusting, it's gross, but at least it's it's a cheeseburger that's a normal food. Canned pork brains. Canned creamed possum, canned armadillo, canned silkworm poupee, canned Russian herring, canned fish assholes, canned buzzard gizzards, canned tongues, canned, canned bird's nest drink. Let me read the description for this. In some parts of the world, bird's nest soup is considered a delicacy despite being made from the spit and nests created by cave swifts. The nests are dissolved and made into soup. Yeah, that's gross. Canned haggis. Canned... I don't even know how to... I'm not even going to try to try to say that. It's basically... It's, it's basically just like... It's fungus from... Uh, 
Quetaluche? I don't know. It's it's canned. It's like fungus from corn that is then like made into something and canned. Canned scorpions. Canned reindeer. Canned grass jelly drink. Canned hot dogs. Canned all-day breakfast. Canned duck fat. Canned sandwiches. Canned brown bread. Like... The canned sandwiches one was what first got my eye. Because I've seen stuff like this. Like canned PB&J. These are things that like you see. Like gas station like stuff. Like on, on shelves. Like just... Ugh. Who eats these things? Have you ever eaten any of that, Christian? Or would you... If you ever saw a can... Like would you ever... Maybe now... Is quarantine life different? Would you be like... Mm, mm, yes. A little, uh, little canned possum? I guess after uh, week five of quarantine, I'd start digging into that. No, I mean, the canned stuff, I feel like that's like eating feces. I don't know. It doesn't look very good. So I think I'm going to steer clear of anything canned. Yeah. Anything, they have like canned whole chickens. Like canned food is great. Soups, canned yeah. corn, canned beans. I have tons of beans in my pantry right now. Normal things. The fact that some of these are actually widely available, yuck. And my second one, again, is kind of abstract, but it's vending machine food. And when I was in college, they had, you know, and I just think it's a bad idea. Unless unless you're regularly going in and changing out these things, and I'm not talking about snacks. Snacks have a long shelf life. Chocolates, pretzels, candies. This isn't stuff like that. This is actual food in vending machines, and they have these. And I've seen them in college. They're in in the uh, the VPAC, the Visual Performing Arts Center. They had vending machines downstairs. It was a big area. People would go study in there because, for the most part, it wasn't crowded and it was quiet. And with like all the artsy stuff around, it kind of give, give you inspiration. They had a whole bunch of study rooms, and they had these vending machines that had food in them, and they had sandwiches. They had like apples, oranges. They had like tuna wraps. They had chicken salad wraps. They had peanut butter and jelly. Now, I did get the peanut butter and jelly once only because I could see the date on the package that was in there and it had literally been put in there like the day before. But that's because that was the only thing that people bought. They only replaced it after people, like, they'd only restock the stuff that people got, it seemed like, because there was like a two-year-old thing of tuna, like a tuna salad sandwich that was in there. But you know, some dum dum yeah. is gonna come in and get that, and just like be hungry or not care or not think or not notice, and and either they're they're wandering in there drunk at two a.m. because everything else is closed, or they're just studying at two a.m. and they need a they need a snack and they don't think about it. Vending machine food, that's just that's a bad idea, bad bad bad. It's it's gro- It's a gross idea, and it's it's gross and bad all at the same time. That's like a one-way trip to a stomachache, 100%. Like, just no. So, uh, that is it. Um, Now everybody go and enjoy your Easter Sunday. Yay! (laughs) Happy eating. Um, I can't wait to go eat now. (laughs) But you know what? Looking at this is going to make me appreciate the pork ribs that I have slow cooking in in my crock pot right now with marinara sauce. So much more. Because that is delicious. Well, there you go. And yeah, it's yummy. You, go. you it, it, it make it, this this list right here, everything that other people have named and looking at these images, 
is going to just make me feel grateful and thankful and appreciative of good food now. So in a way, we're doing a service here to everybody. So today, if you're looking at some spinach and think spinach is gross. No, spinach isn't gross. Jello salad is gross. Canned hamburgers are gross. Eat the spinach. It's good for you. Yogurt flavored soda. Oh, God. <laughs> so uh, that's it for our top fives. Not good. We're do- we do top fives every single week now. Uh, tune in on Tuesdays to see the, the reveals of the top fives and send send your uh, contributions towards that category and any other categories you want to see in the top five to the 360 Sports Show at gmail.com. Thank you to Mary, Colin, and Amanda for sending in their worst food ideas. Uh, and we thank everybody who's continued to send in questions and comments and uh, sports-related items throughout the week to, uh, to make the show go. Actually, I do want to check in. There was one last thing that I think I saw got posted uh, onto the 360 Sports Show page. And I, I, since we don't have, it's not like we're overloaded here with things, so we definitely can go back and check it out. And I want to make sure we give it its due. Ba 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 ba. I don't even remember what it is, but I just remember somebody sent us something. So I want to make sure we give them their moment. Where is it? It's somewhere. Scrolling. The internet is trying to effort this. I know it's somewhere in here. Do 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 do. Do, 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 do. Where did it go? <laughs> Where did it go? Did they delete it? Did they decide that it wasn't worth talking about? I could have sworn. It's not worth it. I guess not. Where'd it go? I saw that Vinny posted something on our page, and I wanted to go and give Vinny the shout-out. And for some reason, it's not showing up. Let me check one last place here. Huh. It seems like, uh, unless you were proper, maybe you were propagating fake news, Vinny. Maybe, uh, maybe Facebook's algorithm decided it didn't, uh, it didn't like what you were posting. Aha! Nope. Got it. I found it. I don't know why it's hidden. Oh, so I actually, I forgot to watch. I don't know if you saw this, Christian. Futurama figured out how to fix basketball back in 1999. This is from Futurama. I guess we're going to do this live. I'm going I'm to play this. I'm going to see how long is this. Oh, it's it's pretty lengthy. So I I guess we'll have to we'll have to watch this, and I'll share the, I'll share this out through our through our social media. This is this is I, I'm not a big I don't watch a ton of Futurama, but whenever I do, I'm I'm always entertained. So we'll share this out again. We'll make sure this. I don't know why this got hidden on the page, uh, but we'll share this out for our other people to uh, to take in. So. Yeah, um, that's pretty much going to do it for us. Uh, if you didn't uh, catch us live here, every Sunday we're live on Facebook at 11 a.m. for about an hour, hour and a half or so. Um, and then uh, we put the show out as a podcast. Uh, just look for the 360 Sports Show on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Remember to like and subscribe and follow at 360 Sports Show on all various forms of social media. So uh, from myself, and I know Christian, you as well, uh, I hope you have a, uh, a happy Easter Sunday. Uh, you know, not sure if you'll be able to spend it with uh, with any fam- family, uh, but I know at least uh, you and Katie will uh, be hunkered down and uh, hopefully have some, some delicious uh, food. Uh, nothing like we have seen here today on our Top 5 Worst Food Ideas, but uh, a happy and healthy Easter Sunday to you, my friend. And you as well. Yeah, we'll have some much, uh, no family, but Katie and I, uh, 
we'll be uh, we'll be chilling and then uh, you know do some Zoom or something later with the family. Awesome. Well, to all of you out there listening, uh, hope you guys also have a, a happy and healthy Easter Sunday. I'm Ed Pizzelli, uh, signing off for you here on the 360 Sports Show, and we'll be back next week with another edition of the show. Make sure you catch us live at 11 a.m. on Facebook Live, and if not, on the podcast. So that'll do it for us, folks. Uh, everybody have a happy, healthy, safe Easter Sunday. Buona Pasqua tutti. See ya.